Hello, and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. Lord, that is our comfort and assurance, that you are our shelter and in you we have peace. We continue to declare that you are our refuge and strength. And even as we go through this another challenging season as a nation, we continue to declare your sovereignty and your deliverance. So give us the grace, increase our faith, and make us steadfast. In Jesus' name, amen. We're continuing on our study on the apostolic prayers of Paul, and this time, we're looking at Paul's second letter to the Thessalonian believers. We were given an overview of this letter yesterday, so today, we're going to zoom in verses 11 to 12, and it says here, To this end, we always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of His calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by His power, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in Him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Just to give a quick context on the premise of this prayer, in the verses prior to this, verses 5 to 10, you'll, you can take time to read, read on that. You know, Paul acknowledges the degree of suffering and affliction that the believers were experiencing during that time. And while reading through it, I was imagining sa sobrang tindi ng affliction and suffering na pinagdadaanan nila, Paul says that there is nothing in this world that can give you comfort. That's why in verse 7, he says, let your relief come from God. And in the next verses, he even encourages them to look forward to the future redemption, not even here on earth, pero sa pagbabalik na ni Lord. And then he goes on to pray and say this prayer. You see, the affliction that Paul was describing in this letter is described as like a pressure that causes one to feel confined, restricted, or without option. That's what the believers were experiencing then. But doesn't it sound or even feel familiar for all of us now? You know, almost two years into this season, and I know mag-iisik yun na naman tayo in a couple of days. Most of us are literally confined and restricted in our own household. And that is what makes this prayer so powerful for us today as it is for the believers then. In times of suffering and affliction, Paul prays for the believers to have the grace to continue to live out the calling that God has placed in their lives. You see, calling speaks of a vocation which is usually attached to a particular job. You know, some of us, we have experienced applying for a job or a certain position. And in order to get that post, there are certain qualifications needed for us to fulfill. In this case, the bad news is that the calling or the vocation that Paul is talking about is something that we can never qualify for. But the great news is that in Ephesians 4 verse 1 in the NIV, Paul says it this way, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. You see, our calling is something that is received, meaning we do not and cannot do anything to deserve it. The bad news, we will never have the credentials to qualify for that calling. But the great news is this, through Christ, we have been made qualified in Christ. We are not vying for a position, we are already in that position. We are not worthy, but He made us worthy. Our credentials, our CVs, or however you want to call it, our resumes, they are all written in His blood. That's why only in Christ can this calling be sure 
and secured. And if you continue on reading through the passage in Ephesians, I'm glad that Paul talked about uh, before talked about before Paul talked about specific giftings. He said in verse four that we are called to one hope, who is Christ. Isn't that amazing? The call to which God has called us to be in is in a context of our relationship first and foremost and not a task. You see, knowing, understanding, and embracing that it, is, that it is only by the grace of God through Jesus Christ can believers walk a life worthy of the calling. And that is what Paul is praying for the believers then. During times of intense pressure, hold on to your calling. Be reminded of your calling. Live out that calling. Live out who you are in Christ. You see, pressure has the tendency not only to bring out what we're really made of inside, but to also mold us. Uh, remember in the account in the gospel, particularly in Luke 20, 25 and Mark 12, 17, when Jesus said, give to Caesars what is Caesars and to God what is God's. You remember that line? You know, he was referring to the coin wherein the image of Caesar was imprinted. And for that image to come out, there needs to be a certain degree of pressure impressed upon the metal. And the mold that was impressed, that brought the pressure, is that of the face of Caesars. And the Bible tells us that we were created in the image of God. The original imprint that is within us is the image of our Creator. But because of sin, that image was distorted. And eventually, we end up succumbing to the different molds that the world has been pressing on us ever since. When we were not yet in Christ, you know, when pressure comes, we respond in a way that shows the distortion that we have within and the molds that we have been conformed to for the longest time. Think about the times we're in, we gave into peer pressure or resort to pride, fear, anxiety, insecurity, the need to please men, doubt, self-sufficiency. You know, depending on the kind of pressure that you can think of, we respond to it in a distorted manner. But Jesus came to restore that image within us. And that is what Paul is saying here. He's not disregarding. In fact, he is acknowledging the pressure brought about by the suffering that they are experiencing. And he is not minimizing the afflictions that they were going through. But he is empowering the believers through this prayer to be reminded of the grace that God has given them to live out the calling that they have and reflect the image of God that they have within now, how does he encourage the believers to practically live out this calling? Again, referring to his letter to the, uh, to, to the Ephesians, wherein Paul talks about the same theme, he says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility, gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. You see, Walking worthy entails we follow Christ's example. And this is only possible through His grace, especially during times of intense pressure, suffering, and affliction. Because Christ-likeness entails living in, just like what that verse says, humility, gentleness, patience, and willingness to bear with one another in love. You know, it is only by the grace of God that we can respond in humility, treating others better than ourselves, or even acknowledging that uh, you know, the situation is beyond beyond us and, and 
to even cry out to God for help. It is only by the grace of God that we can respond in gentleness during times of suffering and affliction, especially when, when we feel like we have all the reasons to be callous because we are all in pain and, and we are all suffering. It is only by the grace of God that we can exercise patience and even bear with one another, not out of obligation or expectation, but out of love, especially when we are also in need. That's why in verse 12, going back to his letter to the Thessalonians, he said, according to the grace of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is only by the grace of God that we can live worthy of the calling, especially during times like this. And all these things are only made possible through the grace of God. Because left to ourselves, we would respond in arrogance, harshness, impatience, selfishness. But because we have been called and His grace is upon us, may this time of pressure reveal God's image in us. So that in the end, just like what Paul prayed for in verse 12, he says, The name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. In the end, you see, walking worthy is actually for Christ's glory. He alone deserves the glory and praise every time we rely on His grace to live according to how He has intended us to live. And that is what Paul is praying for for the believers then who are experiencing intense times of pressure, persecution, suffering, just like where we are right now. I'm praying that we would be reminded of our calling in Christ and we'd be able to hold on to the grace to walk worthy of that calling so that we can bring Him all the glory and praise. Let's just take this time to pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for reminding us, God, that you are not minimizing the times of suffering and affliction that we're going through. Lord, even at this time, God, this is the perfect opportunity to be reminded of the calling that we have in Christ. That because of what Jesus did for us, we've been given the grace to walk worthy of the calling that He has given us, to reflect the image that He has imprinted in us. Lord, I pray that we would respond to that grace and may our lives bring honor and glory to You alone. In Jesus' name, Amen. Sad. 
As we end, let me just declare this word of blessing coming from verse 12. May the name of our Lord Jesus be glorified in you and you in Him as we respond to the grace He has given us to live a life worthy of the calling that we have received. God bless everyone and have a great day. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.